Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. It's a Monday morning. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron's just classic rock. 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. Chilly starts. Yeah. 28 degrees right now, not going to get out of the 30s, high of 37 today, although we will be back in the 40s, maybe diddling 50 by Wednesday this week, uh, rain tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like the worst kind of rain, too. Chilly rain. That cold, stinging rain. Mm-hmm. Raw. Yeah. Nasty. Yuck. Miss rain if you're nasty. <laughs> Did you guys have a good weekend? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's like the build up to the big week. It is weird <laughs> yeah. how it takes an entire week to prepare for one day. You got to get like a running start at this thing. And like most people don't do the entire meal anymore either, right? No. Like it's an entire week to prepare for just like a dish or two. Yeah, we're yeah. chipping in. You got it. Plus the whole like mentally preparing for the anxiety that we'll be dealing with your yeah. friends and family depending on where you're going. Especially people like you and I. You got to watch your mouth. You See, some to... people you don't have to watch their mouth. Mm-hmm. But if you take all that stress plus your mouth. You got a wise mouth. I'm getting good at watching my mouth because now. (laughs) What did that start? Why don't you watch your mouth? Well, you watch your mouth first. Well, no, my girls are getting older, so like I don't have like the luxury of being able to say what I want, and like they (laughs) they pick pick up up on. on, Yeah, yeah. they're picking up on absolutely everything now, and they will not let it go. What does that mean? What are you trying to say? What is that? What what, what is that? What is that? (laughs) I can't. My 13 year old, who I love to death, Mm. my 13 year old daughter, is the most. Angry person on the planet. Well, it's about that age, yeah. right? Oh, it my kicks God. In. Oh, my God. But any perceived slight from that girl mm-hmm. in any way towards her, towards somebody else, people she even doesn't like, or what is that? Why would you say that? Well, the good thing is that goes away when they hit about seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say that uh, the holidays are the hardest time to be single. Okay. Well, yeah, you get a little lonely, right? Mm. Yeah. And maybe that's what is spurring this study. Well, uh, folks have been trying to figure out where dating trends are going to go. When I say dating trends, you know, there are specific things year by year you can see people trying to meet the person of their dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, for years it was that transition from in-person blind dating to dating apps and dating websites and things like that. Then became this idea that you could date anyone around the country. You didn't have to be face-to-face with them because, you know, uh, the ability to do Zoom and FaceTime, you could meet anybody anywhere. That's true. The new trend for 2024, at least the prediction. What are they doing? The rise of cross-generational dating. What does that mean? Uh, older folks. Exactly what he said. And younger folks. <laughs> With dating? Having romantic relationships. Different generations. Well, who wants somebody's old ass? Well, I guess it all depends on well, what. it doesn't necessarily have to be old, old. Well, right? I mean, you're crossing be... generations. A generational yeah, cross. Right. you got to make a move. Gap, right? I mean, 
Yeah. Think about the difference between a yeah. Gen Z or and a millennial right now. I mean, yeah. so what, is, what is that age? Would that be like so 20s like upper and millennial 40s? could be 40. 40. Yeah. yeah. Could that be from the 20s to the 40s? Yeah, 25 to 40. So that means a 25-year-old could be interested in a 40-year-old. And vice versa. Yeah. Well, yeah, I get the I get the benefit of having something young. Calm down, creepazoid. Yeah. <laughs> It's, just, it's the way you put it. <laughs> no, but that's exactly what Something it is. Something young. Worse to the Transformers, by the way. <laughs> I don't get why a young person would want an old person. Um, well, I mean, it happens. I, don't right. know. I understand it happens, but why? More so, maturity. So let's break this down. No, they want the money. Let's break this down. The you think number- a 40-year-old millennial's rich? Richer than a busted-ass 20-year-old with nothing works in her car. Stand by. Stand by. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. The phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Now, the numbers are interesting why they hmm. believe this is about to pop. Six in ten people yeah. say that age is no longer important to them when dating. What happened to people? How old was your second wife? Uh, I was... She was 21. I was 34 when I met her. I'm sorry. Okay. What were you saying before? I can't. How'd that work out? Not great. Okay. That's but, you, but, it, but there was a connection there at some point. Ask her. I don't get it. Okay. Six in ten people say mm. age is not important to them when dating, and it's women starting to get in on the action too. Six in ten single women say they are now open to dating someone younger than they are. Okay. I and I wonder if this is um, because maybe it's easier to now meet somebody that's in a different age group because of dating apps and things like that. Whereas I don't know how exposed you'd be to somebody who's twenty years older than you. Yeah, it's hard on to a go normal dating. basis. It's hard to like, yeah. have a blind date at the home, you know. But like. <laughs> But when you, a lot of those apps, I think you can like adjust the age range. So if you don't, if age isn't an issue for you, it might be up there. But like a young guy, let's say he's 25. Mm -hmm. Would he be interested in a 45-year-old woman? I mean, that's a 20-year gap. I mean, I think maybe- That's kind of what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it could also be as simple as a 10 to 12-year gap, Mm -hmm. right? 45 and 25 to 37. I mean, look, my wife and I are of different generations, barely. Yeah. My wife is seven years older than I am, mm. and it's her birthday this week, so I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, she is technically Gen X, and I am technically a millennial. Oh. Seven years, that's not unusual. But here's the thing. That seven-year gap is a massive gap. There's a reason there was a cutoff of generations, right? L- like, look, when we first started dating, I mean, she was in her late 20s. I was in my early 20s. And I didn't think it would be that big a deal. But as the more time we spent together, the more it became apparent, like all pop culture references that we have for each other, mm. it's hard oh. because she had certain things she watched when she was a kid, music that she was into. Just technology-wise probably, right? Uh, yeah. How, how quickly it changed in that time span? Yeah. No, I mean, like the experience she had in high school versus the experience I had in high yeah. school. I mean, she was already in medical school when I was in high school. Like it was a whole thing. Wow. But you would think, like you said, seven years doesn't seem like that much. It was a ton of time. And maybe there is a difference between, like, you know, you being as old as your uh, second wife was Mm. because at the time, technology didn't move so fast. We didn't have nothing. We we didn't have cell phones yet. (laughs) We didn't. We had to walk up up (laughs) both ways to go meet an 18-year-old girl when I was 34 years old. (laughs) You remember those cell phones? They looked like walkie-talkies. Yeah. Bricks. They had that big antenna thing sticking out of it. So let's talk about why. And there are a couple ways to look at this. Again, uh, 2024, according to several studies, they're predicting this will be the rise of cross-generational dating. Young folks and old folks getting together and bumping uglies. And they're going to get ugly. 
So, Kimmy, yeah. it could be the frustration of not finding someone your age on these dating apps. And I use that as an example because of a place like Rochester. Mm-hmm. We're a small town city. You start to see the same people. If right. you're, you know, hanging out the same places, yeah. trying to, like, date the same kind of age group, you've probably, at this point, like, run through most of the people you're interested in. You got it. So, yeah. if you can't find anybody of your age bracket, maybe you adjust those age settings in your tinder whatever other Mm. profile and you start meeting older people you're open to it because you're so frustrated there could also be a more cynical explanation for this something you touched on a second ago oh yeah what's that somebody looking for a payday sugar daddy sugar mama now let's use the example gold digger but that's always existed gigolo but it wasn't socially accepted no it was a joke it was a yeah and you're saying it's more accepted well the why i think so and here's why here's why there was only one way we watched this happen traditionally, and that was some older guy with yeah. money. You have an image in your head. Yes, dating some young, hot mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and you judge that girl for being a gold digger, and you kind of judge that guy, but you also high-fived him, which is like yeah. super creepy, but that's mm-hmm. a, don't don't yeah, like, yeah, those <laughs> yeah, bad people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the thing you literally just <laughs> said a second ago, young tight thing, which was the <laughs> worst Michael Jackson song of all time, young tight thing, and probably should have tipped us off to a couple of things. <laughs> But do you look the same way at a 40-year-old woman who's dating a 28-year-old guy? Because that woman is going to be, if she's a single professional woman, Mm -hmm. odds are she is way better off financially than a 25 to 28-year-old man. Sure. And I know, Kimmy, you made a joke about 40-year-old millennials not having money, which is true. But when you look at who's better off, Mm. a 40-year-old single millennial that's had an opportunity for 15 years to build their career versus a 25-year-old Gen I mean, they probably own a house, you know. Eh, I mean, they could. Eh. No, not a guarantee. Yeah. I I just don't get the physical attraction, I guess. It would be the big you were the one arguing two weeks yeah. ago during the sexiest man, uh, people's sexiest man, when it was, uh, what's his name, Patrick Dempsey. He's pretty good looking, oh, but he's yeah. not the normal looking guy at that age. I mean, you'd have to look at, you would have to look at me naked. No, it's I've seen it. It's disturbing. No, you haven't seen it in a few years, bro. It's even worse. Like, my package looks like somebody threw an octopus at a wall. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be attracted to that crap? You know what I mean? Th- think, think of your average 55-year-old man. Uh-huh. And let's say he's dating uh, a 35-year-old woman. Okay. Now, they're both adults. Sure. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. get I get what he's looking at. I don't get what she's getting at. Kimmy, it was two weeks ago. I don't we... know if that would be all that strange. 55, 35? I yeah. mean, I said, that would be you dating a... your dad. My, my dad's older than that. Okay. That would be, <laughs> your dad. Uh, that would be you dating. Yeah. Your dad. Uh, well, no, my dad's uh, in his 60s now, too. Yeah, but barely. He's, he just turned 60, right? But I guess, yeah, I I, you, you know what it is? I would think like. Look, I love how you old guys love to like trim like you're golfing. <laughs> yeah, give me a birdie. It's fine. I would Put think like the five. older you get, like once you get like 30s, maybe you're even more open to a bigger age gap. I don't know. I just feel like once you hit like that mid 30s range, you're kind of. Uh, you're, you're, know, you're making open? more mature decisions. So you kind of like the feel of his ear hair yeah. when you're running your hands down his earlobes. Hey, I'm 37. I got ear hair. It gets worse, bro. Okay, stop scaring me. And then you start getting the nose hairs. And then the rogue hair. Kimmy, I know you want to think at your age, yeah. a 55 to 35-year-old gap would not be all that strange. But we need a, an example of a 55-year-old man. Even when we point out celebrities that are 55, you don't think they're attractive. I'll go, that's a good-looking guy. And you'll go, nah. Mm. No, you point out guys that are in, like, their 80s. 
No. No, because yes. to you, 55 is 80 because you're so old. Yeah, pretty much the same age. 55, 95. What's the difference? Same generation. That you're could like be Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Good looking guy. The amount of times you go, I can't tell if that's his wife or his daughter. And it's always his daughter. It is obviously his daughter. Your old eyes are failing you. Uh, no kidding. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Six in ten people say age is not important to them while dating anymore. Six in ten single women say they are now opening to open to dating men or people, excuse me, younger than them, which means, according to this study, they are predicting 2024 being the rise of cross-generational dating mm. that is now socially accepted. And I guess in the in reality, why was it not socially accepted in the first place? Yeah. Well, don't forget, man. There were so many rules back in the day. Yeah. Who you, you know, religion. Yeah, true. Uh, your skin tone, where you're from, how much money you had. Like, I, I can remember, like, my father, all he was concerned about was money. Like, even with my sister. Well, make sure he's got money. Okay. That's all he got. He didn't get, the guy had three heads as long as he had money. Well, but then he owns a brewery, in which case he's probably got money. There you go. Yeah. But that's not a big concern anymore. Yeah, but I mean, look, as a father... Just speaking mm-hmm. as a guy yeah. with daughters. Like, if my 25-year-old daughter brought home a 45-year-old boyfriend, I I'm probably, I, I don't know if I should feel this way, but I think that would bother me. Sure. Yeah. Like, of course, because you want to protect your kid. And what's this clown doing? And, well, you know, when you're in your- You know what that clown's doing. He's a clown. When you're 45, he's going to be 75. Like, what are we doing here? And what if he's broke? What if he's a 45-year-old busted ass? <laughs> Wait, she's dating you? <laughs> yeah, okay. I was 45 and busted. You've been insert agent busted since you moved out of your parents' house. Like we could just keep doing this game. I think that is the concerning part because I could see like a relationship being being okay when it's just the two of you, right? Like maybe you you connect and mm-hmm. you have stuff in common and you know you, you form this bond with somebody who's like a twenty year age gap. The problem comes when you're around other people. Like yeah. I would imagine most of those problems show up when you're around family and friends yeah. and you know, the the judgment from other people and the fear of, you know, to your point, being a parent in that situation, that's I mean, where the problems show up. If you don't have kids and your parents are dead, this works out great. Yeah. Outside of that situation, there's several problems. But like if you, let's say you're an older guy, you're dating a younger girl, you got to meet her friends and, you, and they're way younger than you and you're the old guy. Okay. That's got to be difficult. Unless they're all doing it. But you still got to fit into a younger generation. Yeah. Right? You go to these parties and stuff. Go to these parties. Like, what do you think? Like, bro, does Kimmy go to parties? Kimmy is 34 years old. Does Kimmy look like a party chick? You're going to go to a craft brewery, which is slammed with guys in their 50s. Right, right, right. I mean, maybe at that age, to Kimmy's point, after 30, maybe the social situations aren't as hard. Mm-hmm. It would be the judgment from people that are close to you you'd have to deal with. And the idea that, look, I mean, nobody likes to talk about this. But if you date someone significantly older than you, mm. you're going to have to take care of that person most likely. Oh, yeah. Right? Like if, yeah. They, if there's a 10- As they go into the decline. Exactly. If there's a 10, 20-year age gap, they're going to start to mm. crap the bed way before you are. Mm-hmm. They'll, just, I, they just, they'll just start, not even, they'll just start acting older. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. You'll, you'll just ways. have, you'll just, yeah, you'll have, you'll just have older takes. It just happens. 252 WCMF. Let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 54. I'm dating a 34 year old woman, and uh, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> okay, for, right. oh, for, is it for you? She <laughs> has called us three times and said, "Get this old wrinkly old man off me." All right, no, but all right, no, but here's the deal. I didn't even go after it. Like she pursued me, and I was like, "No, no, no!" And she's the one who came after me. 
Where did you meet, yeah. Mike? Penthouse letters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm from a Midwest town. I can't believe this happened to me. Tell me um, so old, it only a union. third of... No, I'm just kidding. No, um, no. Man, it must exactly be your sense of humor that got her there, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, in all sincerity, in all sincerity, like, if, if a seven-year gap with my wife and I causes problems with pop culture, how do you and a 34-year-old with a 20-year gap handle stuff like that? Uh, it's all about talking, I guess, man. I don't know. Just, it's, it's, uh, there's definitely, we just kind of joke around about stuff that the difference is, you know, it's like, uh, I'm the old guy, she's the young one. And then that's, I don't know, somehow it just works. How long have you been dating? Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty young, (laughs) but, uh, I know, but we um, need a number. Mike, Mike, we need a number. Under a year? Yeah. Yeah. It's under a year. Okay. Everything's great. We've been dating for two weeks. She doesn't even know how much HR puffing stuff. What's that doesn't matter. Mikey. Hey, you know, what can you do, man? Hey, but look, I'm happy for you, buddy. I'm happy for you. Keep riding that ride until it crashes terribly and catches on fire. Yeah, sorry, my life. Hey, you guys are great. Keep it up. Thanks, Mikey. Have a good rest of the day. I mean, it seems like he knows what the situation is. Okay. Yeah. Let the man have fun. All right. Enjoy yourself. Happy. Yeah. All right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, it's an interesting side-by-side of how you feel when you work with someone like this. Okay. Because if you've lived long enough, you have worked with someone that has a checkered past. Oh, yeah. And your initial feeling is to, ooh. Yeah. You know, stay away from that person. Give them a wide berth. But their stories are always so interesting. Sometimes they can give you an insight as to how people can change from mistakes they've made in their past. This is not one of those stories. (laughs) What happened? In fact, it's quite the opposite. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. The story comes to us from just east of the greater Rochester area, and it happened at a Wendy's. According to police, uh, that Wendy's employed a 28-year-old former imprisoned human being. Okay, an ex-con. You got it. And according to police, that 28-year-old employee threatened to kill some people that he worked with. And at, this, the, at the burger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this wasn't one of those stories, Tommy, where you're saying something you don't mean on like a frustrated mm. double shit. Yeah, yeah, story. yeah, yeah. Please say that uh, after he had left work, the employee went back to the job while he was not uh-huh. working and brought a gun. No. 
which he showed multiple coworkers while telling several of them, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Damn. What makes this more scary... Was he still wearing a smock? Uh, that I don't know, but I can tell you what he was wearing, mm. according to police. An ankle monitoring bracelet, because this man was still currently on parole at the oh. time, oh, no. according to authorities. So he was on work release, basically. Uh, that I don't know. Like you can come and go like to a halfway house or something? No, I mean, he could have just lived where he lived and had, uh. they just need to know where he was at all times. Okay. I mean, that's so he's got the ankle uh, monitor. Ankle monitoring bracelet, yeah. Right. Gun. Gun that he brought back to work. pissed off. Threatening right, to kill okay. multiple people. That's a lot going on there. And it was an interesting choice by him if the allegations are true because that ankle monitoring bracelet made him very easy to find, which the police did and promptly made an arrest. He's being charged with a whole bunch of bad stuff. Yeah, including having a gun. Yes. Yeah, also very illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone listening has worked with someone at some point in their life that has had a checkered past, Mm -hmm. right? Arrest, prison time, really bad decisions. Tommy, how do you handle working with that person? Well, sometimes you don't know at first. Okay. Like, Like, that doesn't come out right away. But it comes out sometimes in casual conversation. Yep. Or when they lose their crap. You know what I mean? What do you mean when they lose their crap? Because they'll start saying, well, you know, you know, they'll basically start talking about their life and how tough they are because of past experiences. I love how been. you turned this into a wire episode all of a sudden. <laughs> I've done time and I'll get you. <laughs> kind of like that. You know, like we worked with this one kid that had done a lot of time that okay. we didn't know about. And from juvenile on up. Okay. And then it all started to make sense. Mm. Like he had, he was like um, a Richie Incognito type of character. Gotcha. That, that, not size, but like he was taught to suppress his anger and it came Until out. it came out. Yeah. And then you really didn't want to be around this kid. Kimmy, have you worked with people <clears throat> that have done time in your past? Yes, but according to them, not for anything like too serious. Okay. Non-violent. Like, you know, theft when they were like younger, you know, but who knows? That's just what they said. Now, you can work in the South without working with somebody that had done some kind of jail time. Look, you know I love crapping on the South. It's always fun to make jokes. I think that's everywhere, right? Oh, really? I've never had mm-hmm. a job in my life where there yeah. isn't someone that has had a checkered pass that I was mm-hmm. working with. Like, not a single time. Granted, up until I got here, I worked almost exclusively, like, blue-collar jobs, yeah, right? A lot, job. of, a lot of second-chance jobs, but... I've never had a work environment where there wasn't someone that had done prison time that was working alongside me. Yeah, is I that told str- you. Is that strange? No, I mean, I mean, I, I told you we had that white guy turn out to be a serial killer from Michigan. And tried to kill someone you worked with. Stuff a kid oh. in a trash compactor. Tried to, did not accomplish. Yes. Yeah. You know what's funny, too? A lot of the jobs where you do work with people like that is when you're usually a younger person, too. Yeah. Which... You're coming up. Which seems like a bad combo, but, you, you know. Mean you're talking about influence-wise? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, depending on, you know, what kind of job you're working. Well, if you're working a regular job, and let's say you're a kid, mm-hmm. and there's one guy there, he's about 45-ish, <laughs> and he's never been married, and he you don't know really where he lives, <laughs> there's your guy. Because <laughs> you can do nothing about this dude. Hmm. Yeah, but okay, but now you're gonna have a bunch of people who are totally now above suspicious. board that have that oh, in their man. background. Oh, sure. You're gonna be like, oh, wait a minute, going to work today. And maybe they're good. Just keep an eye on them. The maybe they are good. People. Keep an eye on them. What does that even mean? Keep an eye on them. Watch your wallet and watch your mouth. The phone number is two five two WCMF. When you are working with that person with a checkered past, prison in their past, whatever it is, how do you handle working with that person? Are you always scared of that person? Do you avoid that person? Are you intrigued by that person? I mean, they always have some pretty cool stories. You know, I mean, the conversations you have with that man or woman, if they're willing to open up, are the most interesting times you'll have at work. So I, w- I was in a break room 
where we had three different women, girls, mm-hmm. on break, mm-hmm. that all three of them at one point were prostitutes. Okay, but that's a different kind of doing time. Not necessarily, because they also had like violent past. Okay, oh. I take back what I said. With family and friends and being on the streets. And I remember like sitting there going, <clears throat> they didn't know each other. But they all found out all three of them at one time worked the street, and now we're cashiers at the store. That's in, okay. That's insane. Amount of prostitution in a break room. <laughs> that ain't work. This isn't the prostitute store. The prostitute I'm store? Working for, I'm working for a grocery store, man. Yeah. And there's three ex-hooks. Yeah. That are now, ca- and you would never know it, like, if you just, they were nice girl, but you would never know they had this in their past. Okay, but to that point then, mm. I mean, is it something you should be concerned about when you're going to work? Because look, you want to believe, at least some people do, mm. there are two types of people. There are folks that will look at folks that did time and think they're non-rehabable and yeah. something's going to happen eventually. And look, a story like this, where a guy who works at Wendy's at 28 years old goes back while wearing an ankle monitoring bracelet <laughs> with a gun and threatens individually co-workers saying they're going to kill them, you look at this story and go, see? But mm. then, I think everybody also has examples of that person that they yeah. worked with that did time where they were a they help break the stereotype i guess exactly yeah like right? you know they they bring you you learn more about that person you think you have an image in your head of what that person's like and then they kind of you know change your mind i mean it all comes down to who's who on an individual basis but that's not how the human brain works right no. you want to lump everybody into one big group and once you get that in your head you're never going to get it out Really? You've never worked with people that had a checkered past where eventually you kind of forgot about it? Not forgot, but like they were still, uh, they just became a cult. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but those people weren't violent. Okay. I think it's the violence is the game changer. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, because there's a guy that we knew really well. Tell you what, sit on that for a second. 252-WCMF. Let's talk to Tom. Hey, Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey, go well. How are you guys? Good, man. What's up? <laughs> All right, so back in... 2020, I, I worked at Home Depot. This was around when COVID started going around, and I was stocking shelves with uh, this one guy. Don't say and any names, Tom. So, <laughs> well, not saying any names. Thank you. Um, and so he, so he was stressed, like, oh, I hope I have this. I hope I get to keep this job. And I saw him. Oh, what's wrong? And so he been there for about a week, and he said, um, I have a criminal history, and I like. I made a mistake of going, oh, how bad is it? And he goes, uh, I got charged for assisted neglected homicide. Whoa. Yeah. And Assisted, though. What does that even neg- mean? Did he say neglected? Neglectful homicide? What is it? How does that yeah, work? Yeah, it, it was those three words. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, so but, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. Um, so, like, I had worked there for a week. He seemed fine, a good, good person. And then, like when you're when you get told that, it's like, mm. oh, well, what, what happened with that story? But I didn't ask him. I that, didn't want to. Yeah, that was a good that move. That was a good. All yeah. right. So, Tom, how long was he there for? So, oh, not. I'm trying to remember. It was about two weeks. Long story short, it was Home Depot had hired me to help, but they hired people without completing the background check. Mm. Well, it was COVID. Because they were shorthanded yeah. back then. <clears throat> yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So, so, got, so when they figured out what was going on, they ended up letting him go. Yeah, we, did, we didn't see him a few days um, after he told us that bad story. Gotcha. So, I mean, I guess you never really know what would have worked out for that guy. Yeah. No, um, I think with it, if it was like a lesser charge, like petty theft or something, like maybe they could have gotten away with it, but 
if you attach murder to any charge, I, I don't think there's a chance you're going to keep a a public job. Okay, usually. all right, all right. Well, Tom, it's a good. Theory. I will say this: I think I think I would be more understanding. If I could also have been accused for the crime that that person did, no, but I, I got away with it. Like, yeah. neglectful homicide sounds like something I might do. <laughs> Tom, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. You, like, what? I just I just never got around to feeding her. So you had said a second ago, <laughs> when it comes to certain crimes, you know, you like can't look past them, right. right? Like, murder is the... Is the is gruesome. Okay. There is a guy who we know. Yes. Who we met through this show. Yeah. And if you've listened to the show for the very for a very long time, you remember John the Break Room Prison Consultant. Yeah, great guy. That guy killed people. Right. But organized crime. Okay, but he still did time. Yes, he did. Right. And he did. And look, mm-hmm. he, he did it. He had to do it. I mean super intelligent, great personality, great guy. Very respectful, very wise. Yeah. Very wise. Mm-hmm. You would have never known no. that guy did that. And look, Lucky for us, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to perspective, he was very open about what he did and the time that he served. Yeah. But, like, he was this kind old man by the mm-hmm. time we had come across But him. we never saw Phil Sherman again. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, but he was, but he, but I'm guessing he's unique. Hmm. But see, but that's just know. it. That's just it. And again, it comes down yeah. to each individual person because it's meeting a guy like that along yeah. the journey of life where you go, all right, maybe mm-hmm. maybe what I was thinking about folks like this were completely wrong. But that could also maybe be a dangerous way to think because you're right. Sure. There are some people that, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. yeah, they're that way forever. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there is no answer to how you're supposed to handle a situation I guess. Like this. I mean, I guess how you, f- you feel about that person. <sighs> no, but even that's dangerous because you could really, really like someone. Mm-hmm. It's like you said. Someone could have a personality where they're a good- They're charming. Hu- yeah, and they're a good human being. And That's you- how they got the person in the car. <sighs> and then all of a sudden something goes wrong and that switch flips and yeah. uh-oh. But I, 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 I think I'd rather work with a convict than a hothead. Because no, I've had you more problems. It could be a combo with the two. Well, but the a hothead, yeah. the hothead is always a pain in the ass to deal with. Okay, like you always have to work around him. Okay, Where that, to your point, that convict could just be head down, keep quiet, do his job, doesn't want any trouble. Yeah, you're right. And the hothead can't control himself. You're right. It's all individual. It's I'll all... take convict over hothead. Okay, for two hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. There were lots of questions going into this game for the Bills yesterday. Yeah. Most of them revolving around a man who got an unexpected promotion this week. And it's a lot of pressure for a team in a must-win game. So today, Bills Mafia, are you feeling all the way back? Well, you got to feel good. Yes. You beat the best defense. Uh, one of the best defense in the league, yes. And your defense played great. You did. Tore you it look, up. You do have some issues again after yesterday. 
You're hanging out with the pre-crew. It's just classic rock. 96.5 WCMF. Your Buffalo Bills get a much-needed 32-6 win over the Jets yesterday in Orchard Park. And let's be real, it didn't even feel that close. The Jets' offense did not, could not do a damn yeah, thing they were shut down. all day. Mm-hmm. And Tommy, you're right. That defense looked phenomenal. But You've go- taken out two Jet quarterbacks now. Uh, you took out Aaron Rodgers and you benched that kid. Going back to last season three because they almost oh broke yeah you Mike collapsed White that kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tommy, nobody really cared about what the defense was yeah, yesterday going into this game. It was all about the offense and new coordinator Joe Brady. Ken Dorsey loses his job on a short week. This guy's got to walk in and scheme against one of the best defenses in the NFL. So after what we saw, how do we feel? Looking good. <clears throat> what else like- you want? He looked like a teenager that just got handed the keys to a new car. 100%. 100%. I'm driving by myself now. <laughs> when did the Bills hire 1999 Eminem to be their offensive coordinator? Yeah, the gold chain was a little bit much on the outside of the shirt. I mean, whatever, you be you. you know, that, was a, that was a tight hairline. <laughs> tight And like I told you, I couldn't hairline. tell if he was a redhead or not because it was cropped so tight. I couldn't tell if the guy's going bald. Why do you need to know? Well, you're looking at the guy. I go, is he balding? Is that still, his look? Is he a redhead? Take. Still a weird take. I can't. T- I, I don't know. What color hair does he have? Well, they kept showing. I couldn't figure out his hairline. <laughs> the Jets, D, as you said, is a great defense. And the Bills went out and scored the most points as a team since that Dolphins game in mm-hmm. week five. So are we back? Look at me. What else should you want? Should I go book my hotel in Vegas for the Super Bowl oh, right yeah, now? Yeah, let's go. Okay. There are one of two ways this can go from this point forward. Mm. What Joe Brady did yesterday with that offense was unbelievably impressive. We talked last week about how five days to get ready for this Jets defense was almost impossible, and he did just that. This could mean, Tommy, he is the man for the job, and we're about to watch the Bills go on an epic run to end the season. Mm -hmm. This could also be an example of a team circling the wagons and playing out of their mind because of a massive shock to Mm. their system. And Kimmy, you see this happen all the time in organized sports. For sure. And, I mean, you also have to factor in that the Jets, I mean, they have a great defense, but they probably didn't really know what to prepare for heading into this game. You still hung 29 on, or 32 on them. I mean, like, it's whatever they were expecting, it's a great defense with individual athletes all over the field. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, I understand being No, able to... but I'm saying, like, that could also be, you know, where that spark came from. I get it. I get it. And look, here's the other thing. Like, I understand one or two plays happening where you're able to fool them because, I mean, what we watched yesterday was just a complete domination by the mm-hmm. offense. They did what they, they wanted. They were confident. Yeah, when they wanted to do it. Everyone looked like they were having fun over again. But here's the thing. What's up? When it comes to teams circling the wagons after massive shocks, right? When a coach gets fired, when a superstar player goes down, you'll all see a sudden see teams do things you never expected them to do. Tommy, it's called the Ewing theory. Like for Patrick Ewing? Yes. Uh, like back, Patrick Ewing was the best player on the Knicks by far mm. in the early 90s. Yeah. Yet when Patrick Ewing would go down, all of a sudden, the game or two after, the Knicks would have these unbelievable performances. Oh, right. And it wasn't because they had the talent. It's because of the shock to the system. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they played above their heads. Ewing theory. All right. So th- that's what uh, Tony Romo was saying. He was like, I don't know if Ken Dorsey was a problem, but sometimes teams just... They just need to change. For the better or worse, that you just need a change somewhere in the system. Like a kick in the ass. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess you could put it that way. Now look, 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 look. You guys know what a diehard Bills fan I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm obviously hoping that this guy has the answers and that's what happened. 
But we're going to find out for sure well, next week. you got this big mountain oh, yeah. to climb now. Yes, it just gets harder for Joe Brady. He goes from having five days to prepare to get this team ready for one of the best defense in the NFL to now having to take on an 8-1 and NFC champion from last season. In Philly? In Philly. Yeah. City of brotherly love. Yeah. If this Bills offense yeah. manages to go into Philly and light it up again, this guy's legit. Okay. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. All right. uh, Joe Brady, the new Bills offensive coordinator, does deserve a week to take in what he accomplished. Smell his own flowers. If yeah, okay. because it gets a lot harder. For me. I mean, welcome, Joe Brady. Here's three games in a row that are going to be very difficult. Well, four. I mean, Jets, yeah. Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. Yeah. you got to buy in there to get ready for the Chiefs. Sure. But dear Lord, baby <laughs> G. Right. Now... We could be catching a break as Bills fans with this Eagles game. And the phone number is 252-WCMF-252-9263. The Eagles play tonight. Mm -hmm. It will be the biggest game of their season, a rematch, Super Bowl rematch, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So you're putting all your effort and energy into that. Yeah. And then they have a short turnaround to see the Bills next Sunday. If you're going to get the Eagles at any point in the season, this is it. you want them now. Okay. So that's an advantage for you. It mm-hmm. is. The Bills mm-hmm. opened up as three-and-a-half-point dogs in Philadelphia. We'll see if that changes at all based on their performance against the Chiefs tonight. Oh, all right. But i got to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm believing. Not that I stopped believing. That they could beat like, the Eagles? Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in on a run right now. I'll be completely like honest with you. Aren't they like eight and one? Yeah. That win did feel good, but I don't want to be fooled by it. Kimmy, that defense demoralizes teams. That defense beat the Eagles. That Jets team beat the Eagles. Oh, that's the only loss they have? The only loss yeah. they have is to the Eagles in that defense. All right. I mean, are the, I don't even know. Are the Eagles healthy? Like, if they lost anybody along the way, or are both of those teams pretty? Because it seems like the Bills just keep getting bit with the injury bugs. Because, right, so we'll I mean, they do have some injuries right now that I don't know if those guys are coming back. We'll talk about that in a second. As we talk about this Bills win yesterday, 32-6 over the New York Jets. Joe Brady, new offensive coordinator, walks in with double birds up to everybody, including myself, mm. that was like, this is an impossible task, and showed them. <laughs> Six games left. You need four wins to pretty much guarantee a playoff spot. And as we said, you are playing the toughest teams in the league. If they do this, it would be the most Bills thing ever. It would. The last three years... The Bills have these epic regular seasons. Winning 12 games, they're beating the doors off good teams, they're playing high-flying ball, only to get to the playoffs and disappoint. Mm -hmm. The most Bills thing ever they could do in the history of this franchise, shake out the bandwagon fans with this up-and-down first half, and then go in an effing Super Bowl ring. All right. Doesn't seem like it. Why? It's not out of the question. I know, but... They have the talent on offense you saw yesterday. Yeah. It's there. I mean, hell, even when they were struggling, when they wanted to flip the switch and play fast, you saw the talent was there. And it's not like these teams on the upcoming schedule are more battle-hardened than the Bills. The Bills have a ton of veteran players. Mm. They have a ton of playoff experience. They've had their backs to the wall a bunch before and showed that they can handle it. And, I mean, granted, it's a daunting schedule with Mm. the Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. What team there is unbeatable? The Bills are 2-0 and against the Chiefs in the regular season the last two years. Cowboys are all over the place. Yeah. Philly is scary. But again, you They're get the a, best team in the league. Uh, they have the best record in the league. Well, that would make you the best team. No, there's a difference. They're consistent. How good is their offense? It's good. How good is their defense? Uh, it's pretty good. All right. Look, I'm not saying well, how the, they win it every Look, day. I'm not saying the Eagles are bad. I'm not. The Eagles and you got to play in Philly, which yeah. is rough. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes. No, I'm not. But whole city's like one prison. 
I'm not saying that it's going to be a walkover 35 to yeah. 4 blowout to two mm-hmm. safeties for some reason. But, I mean, the team is not impenetrable. None of these teams are impenetrable. Well, I would also, my fear isn't even so much who the Bills are playing. Because this season, the big the Bills' biggest issue has been themselves. Like, a lot of the losses that they've suffered have come at their own hands. You know what I mean? Like, turnovers, things like that. Like, the Bills beat themselves every yeah. time. So, if they can, like, cut that out, I don't see why they can't go up against any team in the league. I'll tell you who I feel really bad for now that you bring that up. Who's that? So, going into that game yesterday, Josh Allen had a six-consecutive game interception yeah. streak. Yeah. He, he pushed it to seven because he threw a pick yeah. on a Hail Mary that they shouldn't have thrown in the, the first half. place. Like, that sucks. Because, like, if he keeps throwing. But don't really yeah, count. It does I, it, but if he keeps throwing picks, we're like, oh, nine straight, ten straight. No, yeah. it was a Hail Mary pick against the Jets. That's yeah. horse crap. It's total horse crap. <laughs> now, Kimmy, you touched on this a second ago. The big question may not be the offense moving forward, it could be the defense. They played great yesterday. They also lost three more key pieces yeah. to injury. <laughs> Defensive backs Dane Jackson, Teron Johnson going down with concussions. Taylor Rapp went down with what we hope is a stinger. But it didn't seem yeah. to slow him down. Whoever they put in there still seemed to get the job done. Well, at that point, you had to moralize the Jets. It was yeah. towards the end of the game. Yes. Right? But it is insane the last two seasons. How bad the injury bug has bitten this team on yeah. defense between Tredavious White, Von Miller, Matt Milano, Daquan Jones, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. I mean, I could keep yeah. going, but we'd be here all day. Mm-hmm. Greg Rousseau's missed time. A.J. Epinesa's missed time. Ed Oliver's missed time. What the hell's going on? <laughs> it's not even, it's like, it's, it's yeah. unexplainable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just something to keep in mind throughout the rest of the week to make you feel good no matter what. What's that? If the Bills do go on a run, mm-hmm. it's not unprecedented. We talked two weeks ago that in the McDermott era, the Bills play their best ball down the stretch. They lose a game, maybe two, in the last seven weeks every season. Last season, they finished the last seven games 7-0. and If you were ever going to lean on that, now would be the time to do it. Man. Now would be a good time. But are they a good a team as they were? You know, when they remember they they played that crazy game in Kansas City to end everything. You're talking about the playoff game, dude. That was what 2000. That was two seasons ago. Yeah, I mean that was the best they ever were. Is that that team was probably the most talented they ever were? Maybe. And this team isn't up with the injuries and stuff. They're not the same team anymore. No, but you had injuries at that point, too. Tredavious White didn't play in that game. I mean, you could make the argument if he's But Josh was, like, on fire. But Josh was on fire yesterday. I mean, he was super efficient. Super efficient. I mean, I guess they're trying to find this balance between superhero Josh Mm -hmm. and Corral Josh. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if it exists, but if you can keep doing what you did yesterday. All right, let's do it. Great. Super Bowl. Okay. Tommy made some picks on Friday. He sure did. Tommy sure did. What's the matter? I was very confident in the first half, even as well as the Bills were playing, that there was no chance you were sniffing any of them. <laughs> Shut up, you dick. <laughs> Shut up. We'll get to a Mule post-game excuse Monday here, just after 745 in the break room on CMF. And from 13 Wham, mm-hmm. hot takes Dan Chesty Fates. We'll be joining us just after 9 o'clock to recap that game and let us know if our eyes are lying to us or if this is an, a legit offense. All right. And we'll get to it just after 9 here in the break room on CMF. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 